Harry, the HR department said you can't call me that anymore. Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of Crits and Grits, the uh, Real Play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast set in the accursed realm of Georgia. I almost messed up our whole like tagline there, but I got it, so I'm not too worried. In one. Nice. In one. We did it. Um, yeah. All right, everyone so, pack it up. Let's go home. <laughs> Let's go home. Yeah, we're good, guys. Uh, but before we do that, we should probably we should probably play the game, uh, which is of course Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, this is the officially episode two of uh, the Long Winter, and uh, we'll come up with a kitschy title uh, at the end of it. Uh, as usual, let's do our introductions for everybody here. Um, starting to my left, whoever's on my left. Is anyone on my left? No, I'm recording this in my house all alone. I'm sad. Oh. Responsible. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> that took such a sad turn. <laughs> it did. That's that's what you're gonna get with this game. But yeah, well, let's uh, do some introductions. Off. Yeah, I'll start off. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm Jeff. I play uh, Tomias, the druid kinku. Uh, I have no bird fact this week. I, uh... Um, I have a bird fact. Uh, kind of. Um, theropod dinosaurs, the, the meat-eating two-legged ones, are actually more closely related to the long-necked dinosaurs than the like triceratops plant-eater dinosaurs because they all have similar bir- or similar lungs to birds. Lungs all worked in the same way. I knew theropods were related to birds, but I didn't know that like long-necky dinosaurs did too. That's cool. I like Learn dinosaurs. something new. Can your science actually prove that, though? Yes. All right, cool. I know whose character's dying. <laughs> Is it Gary? <laughs> it's Gary. Well, I guess I should introduce myself since this is probably my last episode. Uh, I'm Gary. I'm playing the bartending martial artist, Neil Sagan. And uh, he's not too happy about being on this mission. Uh, I'm Drew. I'm playing totally normal human male, uh, Boss Tolstom, and he's uh, not excited about being on this mission either, but probably for different reasons. Uh, I'm Abby. I am playing Kirsch. I believe Neil is my best friend. Whether or not that is true remains to be seen. And uh, I think the closer we get to the mission, the more excited Kirsch is to be on this mission. And I am Andrew. I am playing Kayambota, the Tabaxi Urog. And Kayan uh, is indifferent about the mission. He's still trying to figure out how everyone else knew the 32nd wasn't an actual date on the calendar. Mystery, the magical mysteries never cease. <laughs> Kirsch forgot about that already. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, Kyan's still trying to figure it out because if he can figure out the secret to the 32nd, then maybe the date's back on. It, it could be. That's going to actually be the end game for this. Uh, you guys come back <laughs> on the 32nd of December. That's it. Uh, Tomias can't even count to 32, or at least hasn't tried to yet. Let's just go, let's go with that second one, not that first one, because that first one's a little bit sad. Well, this is a sad episode, guys. Oh no. <laughs> this is the episode where we <laughs> get sad. 
we're, we're supposed to save the heartbreak for like later, like episode mm -hmm. five or ten. At least, yeah. Sad. Okay. Last well, got sad. <laughs> well, we are now going to pick up where we left off uh, in the last episode. Uh, the team got a massive mission brief uh, that detailed everything that had happened with the previous team that had headed uh, up to Helen, Georgia. Uh, the team was turned into a bunch of somethings uh, that definitely didn't look good on camera. Um, and the team was also granted some magical items by Roki, the uh, Warforged Quartermaster. Uh, before we continue on with the mission, uh, Roki goes up to everyone and says, Okay, I have my normal voice again, which is probably for the best. Does everyone have something that they want to take with them? I'm giving you these cold weather gear, as well as specialty items that you requested. Uh, do I have time to go change in the locker room? I'm not going to do this mission in, you know, full dress attire here. I, I do not have control over the mission parameters. However, I do not believe it does. It starts in too long. I guess you have enough time to change. With that, Neil leaves the party and heads to the locker room. Uh, Kirsch is going to follow him <laughs> and say, uh, oh yeah, I, I should probably change too. <laughs> <laughs> there is no escape. Uh, Boss will uh, s slip out uh, to his lab and come back uh, with a large bag that clinks uh, like glass ominously. Uh, Boss, as you leave, uh, the Raven's Eye orb follows mm -hmm. you around. <gasps> Yay. Can I name it? Oh. I'm going to name it. I don't know what I'm going to name it yet, but I'm going to name it. That is for the best. These orbs generally respond better if they have a name. Do you have a preference about name? Orb? Not, not particularly. Just not something derogatory. Because that shit don't fly sometimes. <laughs> I see. I was asking the orb. Does the orb have a preference? Uh, the orb just responds and beeps and whistles um, a little bit R a little bit r two d two but not enough to get hit with a uh, a copyright lawsuit um, smooth well i mean that 's not for us that 's for the order. Remember the order uh. did have the name of the order of the Phoenix, and then mm. they were slapped with a copyright lawsuit Damn. so and if they got slapped with a lawsuit for that one, there's no point in trying to take it up with... Oh, well, no, this is back in the past. Mickey Mouse hasn't acquired this yet. R2-D2 is free. I'm going to actually have to research that because I don't know, but I'm not going to do it now. Um, Tamias, what about, uh, what about you? Are you doing anything cool? Uh, like, so what is... Did you say that he had, like, uh... Like, what does this dude have with him? Uh, Roki has a few items that are out on a tray. Uh, he has a, a set of armor, uh, a, 
uh, a leather set of armor that is specially made for Kayambota. And he has a large great axe uh, for Kirsch. He has a pair of gauntlets for Neil. Um, but he doesn't have anything specifically for you. I okay. did not catch what you had wanted. Um, so... Uh, Tomias is gonna come up to the table and, uh, in the same, like, uh, like, peppy teenage girl's voice, uh, says, I wonder what's on sale. And then just starts, like, like, face, like, beak into everything, like, looking at all of, like, the little items that are on, like, on the, you say it was on a tray? Uh, yes. Table or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, like bites on a few things. Uh, very, very bird-like. Uh, and then finally, uh, picks up this bag, and uh, or this little like pouch, and opens it up and uh, sticks the the tip of his beak in, breathes, and then just sneezes this this massive sneeze. Uh, and uh, turns to uh. Roki and uh, says, "How much?" Oh, that—that that is just some some herbs, a bag of just nature. Uh, it's not—it doesn't cost anything. None of this will cost anything because this is for this mission. Free is my favorite price. And then uh, Tamaya spins and just walks away. So while every while Tamaya uh, oh, is sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, do you, want me to, do you want me to say what that thing was that I ended up picking out? Please, yes. <laughs> God, I think uh, I know what it is. <laughs> uh, it's the pouch of nature's balm. Uh, it is a small leather pouch with uh, some strong smelling healing herbs. Uh, if I have it on my person when I uh, wild shape, it is absorbed into my form. Uh, and if I burn a spell slot to heal myself, uh, while wild shaped, uh, I can choose a creature within ten feet, and they gain hit points equal to my wisdom modifier plus that level of spell. Ooh, that's really cool. Yeah, we. Uh, I found this for Jeff. I was like, "Oh, this actually looks. This would be a cool moon druid item." So there we go. I hate boost to armor class. I think it makes things boring. Utility though, utility never runs out. Uh, have Kirsch and Neil come back yet? And where is Kyan in all this? Uh, so Kyan, Kyan Bota doesn't like the appearance of like the winter gear and shit uh, because he's very peculiar about his outfit. So he went ahead and just stripped down naked to put it on first to put his outfit on top over it, just in the same room. That is most unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. An Andrew comment, I would like to point out that, that Alex, you were the one that opened this door first. You did. So this is where we are. Everyone boo him. Boo this man. (laughs) Alright, and now in character as far as to the most unfortunate. Hi. Don't worry, every woman I've been with has only said positive things. I feel like uh, this would be about the time that Neil and Kirsch are coming back. Yeah. Uh, Roki puts his hand down 
uh, his robot-y hand down for a high five. Just like a nice, low, subtle one. Mmm, crunchy. Thanks, babes. Wait, what? Someone's crunching on something. Can y'all still hear me? Yes. 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 <laughs> I try to mute myself whenever I'm not talking, so... I, my microphone has a power button that I have been... Oh classily use hitting every time I needed to get my farts out or uh, <laughs> roll dice or something. Uh, and so yeah, I really like, that explains that. so much. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's what it was. I'll never apologize for this though. This is all me. Mm-mm, this is for me. Uh, Cayenne, um, Roki puts down his hand for a low five uh, that you can take or not take, depending. God damn it, dude! Uh, yeah, Kai and Bodo will give a will, will dab up the bones. He'll give the low five back. So, like, was Kyan still naked when we came back, or? Ooh. Ooh, how fast is he at changing? He is not in a hurry. So, as far as if. I don't know how long you guys were gone because he's not necessarily taking his time, but he's also not rushing. So I'll leave it up to Alex as to whether or not he's going to still be naked by the time y'all get back. (laughs) Um, hmm. Roll stealth. Oh, okay. If you beat a a 13, then you're good. (laughs) So yeah, he was, so he he was quick it. enough. Okay, so he picks stealth. Let's see how this goes. Um, that's a dirty twenty-one. <laughs> I was about to say twenty, and then I remembered it map. Is, it is quick enough that not only do Neil and Kirsch not see it, but Roki, with his looking dead on at Kyan, he doesn't even notice it. Just bros being bros. I have a lot of practice of uh, Juno hopping back in the trousers in time to hop out the window. Mad respect, yo. Um, that that sounds kind of dangerous there, bro. Sorry we took so long. Uh, but the danger makes everything taste so much sweeter. Wait, I thought you were talking about jumping out windows. What What are you tasting? The most wonderful fruit of all. Oh my god. Oh, is it like a dragon fruit or something? Eh, more like uh, papaya. Oh, those are pretty good too. I like those a lot. And um, uh, Andrew comment, if if you know Cuban slang, my, my comment of it being papaya is hysterical. <laughs> Most of us aren't Cuban, Andrew, so you might have to explain that to our audience. (laughs) Uh, So in Cuban Spanish, we do not actually call, um, we do not call papaya by its name papaya, because papaya is used as slang to refer to female genitalia. 
So oh, whenever nice. we are talking about the fruit, uh, what we call papaya is a fruta bomba. And then if you say papaya, you're talking about something dirty. The more you know. If you say papaya, my grandmother will hit you. Oh, boy. I love it. <laughs> will, she, will she whip out the chonkla? That chonkla will be in hand so fast, bro. <laughs> Okay, so Neil is standing there in a pair of very form-fitting, thin gray sweatpants, a dark blue hoodie, and a blue baseball cap with a backpack. I'm sorry, Neil. We are going on a mission, a dangerous mission, not hunting for Pokemon. (laughs) Oh, no. Roki, this is my combat wear. Oh. It looks very comfortable. Uh, yeah. Full full range of movement, Roki. Full range of movement. And Neil just starts stretching <laughs> awkwardly. Do you need assistance for your starburst gauntlets? Uh, yeah. If you can help me just put those on real quick. Roki puts your gloves onto your gauntlets onto your hands somehow at the same time doesn't jam any of your fingers and says these starburst gauntlets add an extra bit of punch when you hit something. And Neil just starts punching his hands together. No, you have there is a a button on the on the hand where you press your thumb into fingers to make a fist and what that'll do is give you uh three charges of uh a 1d6 uh burst of uh, a burst of force are we gonna get sued for uh starburst uh there's a hyphen ah got it yeah it's 100 fine we're good my lawyers have told me we're good don't have me lawyers but they told me we're good if that is everything, I have stocked your transportation with a few potions of healing and a few haversacks of holding. That way, you can hold your things. Uh, and so I guess at that moment, Boss will come back in with his large clinking bag. Oh, and uh, uh, when Boss comes back in, uh, he'll introduce Bubo, the... Uh, floating eye. Bubo is what you've named your orb. That yes. sounds suspiciously Bubo. close to a booby. <laughs> booby. They're all children. I should not have said that in front of Kirsch. Hey, I'm not a child, okay? I have kids, thanks. I, I do appreciate a good set of... Uh, Boobles. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cayenne, we only have one. One boobo. He points at it. One. This has got a point, Cayenne. There's just one of them. You do not pick up on my jokes very well, do you? Oh, I, I mean, you, you said boobo, and there, there's just one, though. Yes, okay. Never mind. Okay. Uh, Kyan 
Kain's going to turn around and mime uh, breasts on himself. Away from Kirsch. <laughs> Roki gives you a very slow, very robotic Terminator-esque thumbs up. And uh, if he could smile, he would. Hell yes. It is a few hours later. In a relatively safe trip uh, that didn't really have any hiccups or issues or anything. You had to stop for uh, magical gasoline for your vehicle once or twice. Uh, You eventually make it to the border of Helen. It is fucking cold. That's the best I can say on that. In front of you, you find a frozen wasteland. Visibility is low with flurries flying into your eyes. About 50 meters from your position, you see a massive wall of clouds. It stretches for miles around and is at least a mile high. Without some kind of help, you won't be able to see through it. Well, uh, looks like the visibility is going to be pretty low. But uh, I've got I've got a solution, guys. And Kirsch is going to dig into his bag and he's going to pull out a multi-pack of glow bracelets. And he's going to hold them out so everybody can grab one. I got a bunch of different colors. I didn't know what everybody would like. So um, this this will help us keep track of each other. Shake uh, the bag. <laughs> uh, oh, you shake the bag and Tamias like <laughs> he was already stepping but now he's like and he jumps towards it uh and he like goes in beak first into the bag and grabs a blue one come on guys we need it we need to stick together uh humors Kirsch and also tries to find a blue one there's a lot it's like a 20 pack <laughs> oh yeah no neil definitely grabs a blue one all right uh Kyan's not really going to care too much. So, is there a way that like I can like randomize as far as like what color I'm grabbing? Like what colors are there? Um, I'm gonna just say you pull out an orange one. How about that? That works. Yeah. So he's not even gonna look in the bag when he reaches in. He's just gonna reach in, grab one, and absent like without really looking, just kind of put it on his wrist. Uh, and. Boss will kind of sidle over and uh, pull out a green-colored one and uh, like hold it up to Kirsch's face and ask him, "What do what do I do with this?" Oh, uh, you just you just put it on your wrist. Do you want do you want me to help you? It's it's real easy. Oh, that would be wonderful. Uh, and Kirsch is gonna just go ahead and put it on his wrist for him. Uh, he's gonna crack it first to make sure it like lights up real good. Um, and Kirsch is going to pull out a yellow one for his for himself and put it on too. Alex, how many of those could I grab uh, while Kirsch is <laughs> being, uh, putting the uh, putting the bracelet on uh, Boss's wrist? Uh, you oh, said Parker. that there are twenty in there, right? Yeah. So twenty, uh, we can say that everyone has access to uh, one of these glow bracelets um, for an hour at a time, uh, they'll cast light, and everyone can get four. How many of them can I steal? He wasn't Uh, asking, to be fair. (laughs) Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, Roll sleight of hand. Uh, 
And Kirsch, roll mm, perception? perception, I guess. Yeah. 23. Um, 21. Uh, Kirsch is going to see it and just let him take them. Oh, there should be some more green ones in there if if you want some more green. Okay, you're just taking more. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, Drew, roll a d4 for me. I got four. <laughs> that means you've got lion's share of them there, uh, and you, they can be whatever color you want them to be. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, over the inter or over the radio uh, of the van, you hear uh, you hear Roki going. So, did you did you make it? Kirsch is going to grab the radio if nobody else is and say. Yep, ten four, buddy. Roger, Roger. Uh, Roki, I'm pretty sure you got this thing low. You know if we made it or not. We do. We just want to make sure the line goes dead. The uh, car... uh, Roki. <laughs> Sorry, he's gonna just sit there and like tap at it. Um, if everyone could make a uh, a perception check, that would be great. Hell yeah. Let's do this. 22. 17. Uh, 19. Woo! 17 as well. 12. Bitch. Everyone but Jeff is oh. rolling hot tonight. God damn it. <laughs> I don't want to be rolling hot. Are we supposed to fight? Uh? <laughs> Man, I had, a, I had a plus 8 to my modifier. <laughs> That's just how the dice roll sometimes. The dice tell the story. I need the good rolls. Maybe you should have rolled good. Everyone, but, uh, well, everyone notices that the vehicle uh, has shut off. Uh, Even poor, uh, poor Tamias has noticed that the vehicle has shut off. It is getting noticeably colder. Tomias doesn't notice, but everyone else does. As they look around uh, out the vehicle and and look outside, at first you see a slow-moving shape. You can't quite make out what it is, and then it seems to get a little closer. And it gets a little closer, and then you see a second. And then you see a third. The shapes disappear from the one side of the vehicle. A moment later, appearing on the other side, slamming against the walls. Uh, who rolled the highest? I don't remember who was the highest. I had 19. I think it was Neil. Yeah, he had a 22, I think. Yeah, I thought yeah, I heard 20. a 20 or something. Yeah. Neil, you notice it before anyone else does that these figures. They're wearing tattered clothes, or at least one of them is. The tattered clothes have an emblem on them that all of you should recognize, but Neil is the first to do so. It's the emblem of the Order of the Corvid. 
But that's not the most horrifying part that you notice. The more worrisome part is that instead of a face attached to whatever this creature is, you see a glowing blue light. What do you do? Neil just kind of tries to hurry everyone out of the vehicle. We we gotta run. We got we we have to run. Uh Kirsch is gonna hop out of the vehicle and one hand on his great axe, he's gonna raise his other hand to the figures and say, uh, hey there, friendos. Um Uh Kirsch, Kir- they're filming a movie here. We're interrupting. We gotta run. Can can I insight check that? <laughs> I feel like there's a good chance, Kirsch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna insight check that real fast. All right, uh, deception. That's an eighteen minus one. Okay, that's a sixteen total for me. So you still beat that. <laughs> and she's <laughs> <laughs> gonna look around and and say, um, "Oh, well, oh, okay. That's that's what the lights are for. They're they're keeping track of their friends too. Okay, okay." Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry, we're 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 gonna just mosey on out. Sorry, yeah, we're gonna have to pay some hefty fines, and the order is going to yell at us if we stick around. So let's let's just go. Oh wow! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, let's go. Everyone, roll for initiative. <laughs> uh, seventeen. Uh, seventeen for Kai. I'm using D and D Beyond to roll this initiative. Oh, you fuck me, D&D Beyond. You said 14 for Kirsch, and you said yes. 12 for uh, Neil? Yep. So, Gary, yeah. you realize the problem is you just convinced your cleric that these are fake undead. Oh, boy. I thought we would be able to get away. I'm, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> thinking about this. I was like, "Oh wait, I've got turned undead, and I don't believe they are undead. They are in costumes, aren't they?" <laughs> he screwed the pooch, Play Gary. Out. Play it out, Gary. Why do you <sighs> always find a way to just shove anything up our buttholes? Why are you like this? <laughs> I I went with what Neil would have done, which was, you know, try to make sure Kirsch isn't frightened while we run away. It was apparently stupid. Uh, Tomias got a fat 13. And what about the boss? Uh, I had a 9. All right. All right, D&D Beyond Combat Tracker. Start this. Boom. All right. So first up is Kyan. What are we doing, Mr. Bota? I get to start. Oh, this is this is so new for me. Um, okay, before before I say what I'm gonna do, because uh, Kai is also a stupid boy. Um, do you mind if I also roll insight as far as for the movie idea? Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, I rolled I rolled an 18. Okay, cool. So, so Kai, uh, Kai knows what's up. 
right. He knows, um, he knows at the very least that they're not uh, movie monsters. Um. So so Kai is gonna is gonna hop right. out of the. All right. Um. So uh, I guess with Kai, he's gonna hop out of the car. Um. As far as like, as far as with undead that's near us, like. Is there any one of them that kind of looks like a little separated off, or are they? Because I know, like, they were like doing that teleporting thing. So, like, are they all close to each other, or is there any one that's kind of like separated? Uh, they're all close to each other. Uh, they're all on the other side of your vehicle. I imagine that the vehicle was sort of like a a big white rolling van. Um, where it has a big sliding door and it has the two open back doors uh, as long uh, as well as the front two. Um, they're on the side that didn't have any doors though. So I'm guessing either everyone has gone out the big sliding door or they went out the back doors or the regular doors. Okay. All right. So then, um, so Kai will, is going to be going out of the big doors. Uh, and he's actually gonna ready up his short bow. And as far as with like staying on the side of the van that he's getting out on, kind of using the van as cover, uh, he is gonna launch a uh, an arrow with a short bow at the closest of the undead. Okay. Um, there are, of the three of them that are right there, uh, the one that is in the Order of the Corvids black, uh, suit is going to be the closest of the three. There's one that's in a red, uh, snowsuit and one that's in a blue snowsuit. All right, so I'll be firing a shot off at the one in the black suit. Ah. Boo! All right, uh, so that's going to be a 14 total to hit. That hits! Hey. So. Oh, nice. Uh, that's going to be 11 for damage. Uh, you fire off that arrow right at him, uh, and the monster just takes it full on in, uh, in his shoulder and lets out a horrifying screech that can be heard from all directions. Uh, thankfully this screech isn't one of those like a banshee where you have to roll something for it. Don't worry. I have something else for that. Yay. Uh, Curse, you're up next. All right. So I just saw Cayenne attack these actors. If you want to roll another inside check, this time with advantage, because Cayenne, you kind of trust. He's your Puss in Boots-esque hero. Uh, he wouldn't just attack somebody. I would say that's completely fair. Yeah, okay, so with advantage, insight, 16 and 18. Uh, you can tell that whatever these things are, they are they're humanoid, but they are definitely no longer alive. Right. Uh, and Kai, Kai will, like, after firing his shot, he will just kind of go, wait. Well, yeah, you, it, whether it's a movie set or not, I don't think they're going to let us go for free. Um, Neil, pretty sure these guys aren't actors 
Um, do you like need some glasses or something? Because uh, these these are really realistic if they are. Um, and he's gonna start like backing away since everyone else seems to be like kind of trying to get away. Um, but I've got a sixty foot range on sacred flame, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'll attack the same one that Kyan attacked because. Kirsch thinks at least that one is probably not an actor. <laughs> um, and that is a dex save. 14. Dex 14, okay. I can do that. It's a d20, I'll roll that. He rolled five. Does not hit the DC. So that first one... Um, flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. Um, so it is 2d8 radiant damage, and that is a total of 11 radiant damage to the noggin. Oh, he didn't like that. He disliked that a lot. Uh, is it just for him, or the other ones also being, uh, hit? Um, it is just him. Okay. The way that you had said it, it sounded kind of like uh, it kind of sounded like you were gonna radiate some more baddies. No, this one is just one. It's just and a cantrip. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of keep backing off with everyone else, especially if like Neil is trying to get the fuck out. Kirsch is gonna be like, mm, okay, I guess we'll go. Uh, Tamaya, you're up. Uh, so could you kind of like paint this like? battlefield picture so like we just were getting out of the car sure so yeah there's um, no still like in the car and had just hadn't done anything yet and some people were piecing the fuck out yeah um so it sounds like most everyone is leaving out of the big sliding door uh on the right hand side of the van uh these monsters are um on the left hand side of the van uh in the deep snow um, they are trying to push over the van to, uh, to, you know, knock it out and everything and to get the tasty, tasty morsels inside. Um, in front of you by about 50 meters is, uh, which would be, I guess, to everyone's right is, excuse me, the big fog embankment, uh, that surrounds the town of Helen and, uh, behind you is, uh, is woods and everything there and road you got you're on the road too okay um and where exact like do we have any idea exactly like where people are like running to like we knew where we were going Uh, you're going to have to go into the fog embankment but you are far enough away uh while you were rolling toward the fog embankment the car hadn't stopped. The vehicle hadn't stopped yet, uh, so you were getting uh, closer to it to go into town, but not quite there yet. Um, all right. So as uh, as Tomias like springs from uh, the van, uh, he is going to uh, wild shape into a dire wolf and. Uh, Head off behind everyone else. Uh, like, and then what? I got like twenty feet forward that I can scout. 
I like to imagine that the glow stick is still on his little pawsy. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, it's a collar now. A little glow collar. <gasps> oh, can it stretch into a collar? Can we say it stretches into a big glowing collar? It's magic. Yes. Yes. Yay! I have a blue collar, and I think it's pretty. <laughs> Okay, so at this point... That's really all I had to do on my turn. I wasn't... uh, Unless we were, like, straight up officially engaging in a fight, I wasn't... I was just gonna try to, like, make sure that we had a place to go. Um, sure. Go ahead. You know what? For that, roll a perception check for me. Sorry, Abby. I totally just, like... Oh, I was gonna ask, so now if I cast Speak with Animals, I can speak with Tomias regularly, right? (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> Wait. Interesting. I have an item that lets me do that. Um. Well, that's a solid 11. Fuck. Uh, with that 11, you do see that uh, if heading away from the road that you guys are on, which was going toward Helen, uh, there is an embankment of rock and a little bit of woods. Um, there's nothing really interesting else that you see though no real hiding spots or anything well all right uh Uh, neil or uh, unless you have anything else uh no i've already used my movement uh and i am just big wolf the end (laughs) all right uh neil go ahead so uh neil looks to kirsch and says uh kirsch uh these people have sold their soul to Hollywood and for uh, that booger sugar, and they are just dead on the inside. So maybe you can get them to flee the scene if you, you know, use something that works on undead. Uh, Kirsch is looking at Neil like very seriously, like eye contact, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Neil can probably tell he understood none of the jargon you just used. Kirsch just used turn undead. <laughs> Oh, oh, I, I could do that. I could do that. Y- yeah, no, no, soulless Hollywood slaves. Yeah, okay. And Neil turns around and looks at the figure that's closest to them and just throws a punch. Uh, how far away are they? Um, if you guys are on the one side of the van, there's still like a, there's still sheet metal in between you guys and the monsters. I'm sort of imagining that when Kai uh, when Kyan hit him with the arrows, he did like some cool flip trick thing uh, onto the top, and then went and got him. Uh, but otherwise, they're still on the other side of the van. I I was definitely thinking of it more as far as uh, like using the van as cover. That was yeah. definitely how I spelled it out. I, so I don't I didn't view it as jumping on top. So I, if I if I like hide behind the corner of the van, I can still see them, right? Uh yes, you'd be under I think half cover. And are they more than 60 feet away? Oh no. Okay, so Neil throws a punch in the direction of the one that's closest to them and you see the series or the symbol for Aries pop up and just ram it in the chest. And uh that's going to be, oh, still rolling hot tonight. Uh, 16 plus 7, 
versus AC. I'm bad at math. Uh, That's going to hit. 23. How much? 23 versus AC. Oh, yeah. That that definitely hits. Right, but it's uh, Ring of the Ram, 2D10 damage, and it gets pushed back 5 feet. Uh, roll them bones. Okay. That's a 2. Okay. And a 5, 7 damage, and it gets pushed back 5 feet. Uh, it takes that full uh, damage. Let me just make sure. Yeah, he does. Uh, it takes that full damage and is knocked back 5 feet. Uh, you are around the corner of the van. You've moved enough that you can get in its way. Kind of seeing like a Green Lantern kind of thing, where he uses a power ring to just go pow like that. Which is kind of cool sounding. Now that I think about it, it's cool. Sweet. Cool, bro. Uh, it moves back five feet and is not liking that. Um, it shambles around and up and uh, immediately starts moving forward um, to attack the person that had attacked it. And it's going to make multiple attacks. Uh, the first one is going to be a slam attack. Let's see how it I'm on a slam. Welcome to the that is, that is a 9 plus 5, a uh, 14. Versus my AC. Versus your AC. Miss. A miss. Uh, he, the monster, instead of hitting you, hits the side of the van, and you see his, uh, its arms come straight down on it, uh, crumpling the front of the van like it's uh, made out of paper mache. And for its next attack... Um, it's going to see how you like the cold just a little bit here. And it's going to shoot a cold ray at, at you out of its face. Or where its face should be. Um, <laughs> with a six. Neil just kind of <laughs> stares at it. Uh, the cold ray emits straight from its face. Uh, it's still focused solely on the van. And instead of hitting you, it squarely hits the side of the van. Uh, just blasting it uh, nice and frostily there. It is not happy. But, uh, boss, it's your turn. He doesn't get to... The monster doesn't get to be too unhappy for too much longer. How close together are all of these things? Um, the... Uh, the two that haven't attacked yet, they're still on the side of the van, uh, closer to the back side of it, where the one that has attacked, he is... Uh, it is closer to the front of the van. Okay, and there's just three, the three of them? Yep, just the three. Okay. Um, so, uh, boss will hop out the side of the van. Um, notice that uh, and one of these things are locked in combat, and uh, he's gonna fling a uh, uh, he is going to, uh, take a shot at the, uh, at the thing's glow, giant glowy head. All right, yeah, go has for a, it. Has a 22 do for you. I, I like it. I don't think that this monster's gonna like it, though. Okay. Six damage to the head. Uh, you, I'm guessing, scream out headshot as you do? 
headshot. Uh, and you see uh, a bullet whiz out of uh, out of Boss's gun and just smack straight into the head of this monster. Um, you notice that it's definitely a little bit dazed, but it's not falling or anything. It's still there, looking like a giant icy monster. Uh, okay. But the sound of your... Are you doing anything else? Uh, boss is gonna like as soon as he takes the shot, like take off running towards everybody else. That's fair, um, and that's a good thing because uh, the other two uh, walkers they aren't too happy about this, uh, and they turn their gaze at the sound of running away and uh, shoot some cold rays. So we'll do that. First one got a nat one. And we'll like deal that. with that in All a right. second. And the second one got a nat 12. Well, not a nat 12. but uh, So what winds up happening is the first one shoots off its cold ray uh, and very much misses, instead getting the big walker right in the side. However, they have cold damage immunity, so it doesn't really do anything. And the other one uh, throws its head straight up to the clouds, uh, shooting off a blast of icy uh, ice. That doesn't do much else. Uh, but we're back up to the top of the order. Alright, so uh, Kai is going to look at Boss real quick, as far as just the Call of Duty 360 no-scope that just happened. Um, and it means, well, okay, I know when I've been beat. Uh, and he's going to switch over or like kind of put his short bow away to pull out his rapier. I don't know how that works. Like, cause does, is that like a bonus action as far as switching the weapon or is that the action? That would be a, Ooh, sheathing a weapon is usually a bonus action, but if you can make it sound really cool. I'll, I'll let it. I'll let both sheathing the bow and unsheathing the sword be uh, in the same bonus action. All right. Well, because uh, so Kyan is like was using the the van as cover. So as after looking at Boss and saying that because he knows that he cannot compete with that, so he's gonna like go to put the bow kind of like over his shoulder, and then it's going to be to do a flip and jump up onto the van and pulling out his rapier in the same motion with that to try to flex as far as what he knows that no one else can compete with. I mean, that's really and, cool, so I'll allow it. And, all right, and um, as far as... So then with the... After pulling out the rapier, it'll be trying to dash over to um, uh, the black, the one wearing black again. Uh, so the same guy that kind of took a shot at. How far away is he? Uh, he is right at the front corner of the van, and I imagine you're on the very top of it. Uh, so you're within striking distance. Okay, great. So that... So he is going to... So Kai is going to then flip off of the van and then 
almost like zigzag as far as like a cat uh, doing like little cat pounces and then just go in for a slash with the rapier. Um, but I do, I, I know we had talked about it in the chat before because I have the, the rackish audacity and I'm not rackish, sure. Rackish audacity. Um, yep. Rakish audacity. Yeah, rakish. So, saudacious. Yeah. So with that, like, so how does that work as far as with with the way that I roll? Because like, does that count as like a sneak attack since I have a finesse weapon? Um, it wouldn't count as a sneak attack. I don't believe that map. It's such a good map. Uh, I think the way we read it was if um, if it's a one-on-one type battle, then he can apply the sneak attack bonus dice. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he gets the advantage. Okay, so because so, with it, it says you don't need advantage on the attack roll to use your sneak attack against a creature if you are within five feet of it. Right. So if you're like in melee range with another creature, then you yeah. don't. Oh, need it does specify. It does specify that no other creatures are within five feet of you. Um. So if they are too close together, I wouldn't get it. Yeah. Uh, I think correct. Us took off running. Uh. So he's not close by. That sounds about accurate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I'm okay, I'm mainly asking so I know how to roll. So. Um, no rakish attack because you also Got did it. the flourishing, changing out your weapon as well. I'm gonna Got count it. that whole thing as any cool bonus and uh, extra cool things. Okay, so he will attack with the rapier. Yeah, and that's uh, that one's low. Uh, twelve to hit. Uh, twelve misses. Uh, getting out your sword while it was very cool getting it out and everything uh, you were more focused on being flourishing and cool looking than actually uh, striking to hit um, so you miss but just just by a hair uh, if he had if it had any hair you do it does kind of because uh, it has like a, a furry uh, thing on its hood where it used to just be a hood uh, but we're now a Kirsch. All right. Um, <laughs> so are any of them within a 20-foot radius that does not overlap with uh, any of my allies? Because I'm thinking it's time for a fireball. <laughs> um, they would all be right up on top of each other. From the little map that everybody made. Um, hold on just a second here. Uh, no, you didn't get skipped yet, Jeff. You're next. You're after Kirsch. Okay, all right. Um, but judging by this little map here, uh, no one except for the van is right in the way, and Cayenne is on the front of the van with Neil. Uh, Tomias is running way away, but there are the two that are far enough away that aren't right up on top of everybody. So, looking at that map that I made in the amazing Microsoft Paint, can I back up a little bit 
and basically say sorry to the van and kind of cast it close to the van so it just gets the three of the undead. Sure. But it probably also gets the van. <laughs> um, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Abby, Abby, hold the fuck up. <laughs> Do you remember what happened last time we cast fire near a vehicle? Nope. I honestly don't. Jeff hated me. He took a <laughs> lot of damage. Or I guess can I yeah. cast it a little bit closer to the yellow dot and try to if get the van at just the edge? Or is there no good way to if, do it without collateral damage? I didn't mean to metagame that, but I felt like our viewers or listeners would appreciate <laughs> I was screaming that. like you dumb bitch. Um <laughs> Okay, then I'll. If there's no way to not explode the van in everybody's face and get all three of them without harming people, then I'm just going to settle for the two that I can get. Um, so they're going to need to make a dexterity saving throw of 14. Dexterity saving throw of 14. I can't say that these guys are particularly dexterous with one rolling a. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, they have a plus zero to dexterity, so one rolled a six and one rolled a seven. Okay, well then they both take 26 fire damage to their face. Kirsch is just Holy like... Holy moly. Um, what? Um, they're, they're bad, right, Neil? Neil, they're bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're uh, all hopped up on uh, that booger sugar. Just like, whoosh, Kirsch doesn't even hesitate as soon as you say yeah, he's like, fireball time. Uh, j- just so you know, that's not the main reason they're bad. They sold their souls to Hollywood for... Uh, Hollywood's a devil, Kirsch. Yeah, just explain that to me later. Uh, honestly, I just don't don't get it. But if they're bad, fire. Got it. <laughs> yeah, that was... That was 26. <laughs> the pair of them take that damage, uh, and they are lit up on fire. Uh, does anything happen specifically with this? Uh, was this a fireball? It is a fireball, so that's a third-level spell. Um, the fire spreads around corners. It ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Uh, they're definitely on fire, and they aren't yes. too kind about that. They don't care for it too much. Uh, but with the very cold atmosphere around and the active snow... The fire isn't staying uh, as much, uh, and it's not spreading. It's a it's a pretty wet snow still. Uh, okay. Next. Um, I was gonna say Kirsch is going to look at everybody that's kind of fleeing and do a dumb thing and move in front of the van so he's between those two and everybody else, so that they attack him first. Oh God damn it, Kirsch! I got this, guys. <laughs> Uh, I can. I know. I know that. The, like, I had already gone, but like, I just want to point out that Kai is like, is almost going to like lose a little bit of focus because he's wanting to check his cape to make sure it's not on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's not going to be in the way of it, but for flavor, I'll allow it. Uh, all right, Tomias, what you doing, bud? Uh. So, uh, 
Tamias was thinking about how like uh, he doesn't really see any like options in this direction, and uh, right after that, there was a flash of heat from behind him, and uh, spins around, sees that scorched area of earth, and then uh, sees an open path to this thing that's fighting Kyan, and uh, just takes off full speed. Hell yeah. Can I reach it? Um, about how far did you get away the first time? Uh, I ran my full 50 feet. Oh yeah, you can you can make it back. Okay, cool. Because I'm going to try to bite the piss out of him. <laughs> um, but also, since Kyan is one of my allies, I get advantage on the roll due to pack tactics. Very cool. Okay, uh, I, I rolled a 14 twice. Uh, that brings it up to a 19. Uh, yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, you sink your teeth into uh, the cold uh, monster in front of you. Uh, it definitely tastes cold. You know how you can just, like, you bite into ice cream, and it just, it tastes not just like ice cream, but also it tastes like cold, like, oh, that's chilly. That's what you taste. Okay. Uh... Well, that's going to be uh, 12 piercing damage. That is not a damage that it can not take, so it takes it. Um, uh, and it is, it is not enjoying life right now or undeath. Uh, it, it may not enjoy where it is in a second because I needed to make a strength saving throw. DC 13. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go, hard charger. Um, oh, boy. The digital dice was almost on a 14, and then it rolled to a 4 plus 2, 6. Okay. Uh, I knock it prone. Nice. <laughs> I, I yoink its leg out from under it and knock it prone. That's uh, a good puppy. That's a good puppy. Good puppy. Uh, you grab its leg as you bite hard into it um, and just yank it straight down. Uh, icy blood comes flowing out of the out of the leg. Uh, and now it is Neil's turn. Uh, quick quick question. Yeah. Uh, how fresh is like this meat? Is it has how been fresh is the meat? How fresh um, is like, you know, this guy whose leg I tried to yank off. It is a it's been at least a few days since the uh, the Kestrels team was up there, so it's a little old. Okay. It's uh, but it, the cold has preserved it because that's what cold does. Eh. Eh. Still frozen. No. Uh, you do have a little frost on the whiskers, so. Nah, I'm I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how bad is the one that? Tamaya's fucked up looking. Uh, the one that Tamaya's fucked up is looking pretty fucked up. Um, it's under half. Not a lot under half, but it's definitely under half. Uh, Neil kind of rushes in and just stomps on it. Twice. Flurry of blows. Alright. Let's get that stomping damage. Uh, first one is 
18 plus 6. So that's uh, 24. Second one is a natural 20. Oh, boy. Uh, um, go ahead and, go ahead and roll that damage. All right, so Crit City. First hit is a 6. Okay. Uh, bludgeoning. And then second one is going to be... Oh, thank you, D&D Beyond, for a critical roll. Is a 12. A 12. Okay. Uh, it is... Uh, it is not liking life. Um, but it is now the uh, that one's turn. And it doesn't try to get up, but instead... Oh, uh... Neil, oh. wait, how close was, was Neil right? How close was Neil? Because I want to use my movement to get away. I didn't have to use my movement to get there. Uh, you were within about five feet of it, so you have enough of your movement speed to still move. Okay, I'm moving towards the cloud. As you move towards the cloud, uh, you have turned away from it, I'm imagining? Yes, I, I'm assuming it's dead. <laughs> or at least incapacitated enough to get away from it. It stirs just enough uh, and moves. It uh, sits up in a jerky, creeping motion and fires off a cold ray at you. Let's see, do. should really just have like dice. Oof. Uh, Hits with a 22. Okay, roll them bones. It's going to be... Oof. Oof-a-doofa. Oof. I, I hear you still rolling over there. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, it does 23 cold damage at you. Neil kind of shrugs that off. Interesting. Neil shrugs it off. Any specific reason why? Uh, it doesn't affect him as much for some reason. Okay. Uh, I feel like the DM should know that reason, Gary. The DM does know <laughs> that reason. Uh, so, is it a resistance or... Um, Resistance. Or is it just, it's resistance, so take half. What was it, 23 I said? Yeah, take half of that 23. Alright, so Neil takes 12 damage. Uh, and being that it's cold damage, usually I think if it hits, it usually has another effect, but you're good. Uh, but it's boss's turn. Um, so... This uh, this one that uh, Tamias and Cayenne are fighting is still, or I guess in Kirsch now too, is still on the ground. Yes, uh, it's only set. It's only set up. Uh, it hasn't moved any. Okay. Um, Us will uh, take off running towards uh, towards the fog cloud uh, with Neil, and on the way by, uh, take a shot at it uh, at the back of its head. Go ahead and roll that shot. Me one. That does seven damage. Okay. 
It hits it for seven damage, uh, and I guess it's going through the back of the head uh, as mm-hmm. it just... Uh, you see the bullet whiz through the air uh, and go through the cloth that uh, of the, the hood that I was wearing, and as the bullet exits out the other side, um, you see a flash of snow uh, and ice just out into the, uh, into the area. Uh, but next are the two other is there nothing there's like nothing left of it it's still much there it's just is. yeah it's just it's got another hole now and you see snow and ice leaking out of it instead of just a uh, just a cold light uh kirsch uh real quick were you looking at the two that you lit on fire yeah i was watching them I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Of course. (laughs) Uh, Nat 20! 21. Okay, you are good. Uh, I'm a beefy boy. Both of them fire off a uh, a bright light. Oh, I'm literally a light cleric, so uh, come at me, bro. Uh, they shoot off a beam of light that oh, that's uh, just just sort of blasts straight into you and doesn't do anything. Uh, but they're also going to roll some cold rays as well. First one rolling a nat 10. Second one rolling. Ooh, no. A nat 20. Well, the first one doesn't hit. (laughs) The second one, uh, who was wearing... But does the um, second one hit? Yeah, that hits. (laughs) (laughs) The second one uh, blasts you straight up with with cold fury. D10s. Uh, and only does 30 damage. 30 cold damage. <laughs> I didn't like that very much. <laughs> it's only 30. It'll be fine. Only. Only. Um, you also are going to notice on your turn, which is uh, in a moment something not super fun. But we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Kai, you're up. Okay, I am. Uh, Kai, well, first, Kai is still like kind of like in the back of his mind, still worried that his uh, cape might be on fire. Um, but <laughs> Kai is super tilted that all of his flourishing didn't end with a dead body in front of him. So it's gonna be. I, I, I. It's the cold. I, the cold never agree with me, but it's okay. I warm up with the. Crazy explosion, and Kai is gonna continue trying to rush down. Um, uh, as far as with um with the one that is like closest to the van that I am still attacking, like with this second attack, like is that gonna be able to proc the rakish audacity then? Yeah. 
Is this going to get the rakishness of the audacity? The rakishness of Harry Potter. Uh, since it's prone, since it's prone and not paying attention to you, yes. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, hey, boy. All right. So as far as with the role, like, um, because I'm such a noob, um, like, is the hit roll is still the same, or do I roll with advantage? Uh, you just uh, roll twice and use the higher result. All right, so I roll with advantage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so with advantage, it's a 25. That's going to do it. Right? It's then, definitely going to hit him. Okay. The eight. And, uh, 10 for damage. How do you do it? Yes. Ah, yes. Alright. So, this is the one that's that's lying prone, right? This is the one that's lying prone. He's sitting up, uh, but he is not paying attention to you. He has uh, a bullet hole through the back of his hood, uh, and he is leaking snow and ice through a hole in the front. Uh, how close are you to him about? Oh, I am like, because I'm within five feet. Like, I am I am going in with the rapier. Alright, so it's, what this is, the way that I have it in mind is that it's going to be a lunge as far as straight to the neck. And it'll be lunge, but very quickly, in and out. And then, it's going to be a series, a quick series of what just looks like flashing light off of the rapier, like a little hard to see. And he's going to cut into the chest the letter K. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, as you do this, uh, the blade goes straight into uh, the walker's neck. Uh, and as it does, you see it flash. When it flashes, you see its uh, normally cold, frozen, uh, expressionless blob of the face. Uh, it suddenly snaps to a different uh, look, where you see a uh, a red horn figure, uh, the figure of the Tiefling captain from the Kestrel's mission. Uh, who you see one fleeting glimpse, glimpse of his uh, him mouthing the words "thank you" uh, before he uh, he his form just kind of disappears from the uh, the clothes, and you carve the K into the the jacket that's there. Uh, uh, sorry, friend, but I told you I was warming up. And then uh, I will use my movement, and I will start heading towards uh, not the one that's with Boss and Neil, but towards the other one. And I, I'm right, uh, I'm getting in range. That I'm I'm picking a fight. Picking them all. Curse, uh, you are up next. Now, remember what I said earlier about that nat twenty? Yeah. Um, you notice that your legs are frozen solid. Shit, and I forgot to use my warding flare, too. Ugh. 
Okay. What does that do? Um, I can basically blind them a little bit. Uh, it's basically, let's see. Oh, no, it uh, imposes disadvantage on the attack roll. They, they wouldn't have been blinded. Damn. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, then I don't feel as bad for forgetting that. Um, you got eyes. Oh. Okay. Big glowy faces. Well, I can't move. I don't like that. Um, I guess I'm... Uh, and none of them are within five feet, are they? Uh, no, they yeah. were not. Um, all right, then I'm going to just go ahead and use Sacred Flame at uh, whichever... Which which one critted on me? That's the one getting Sacred Flamed. Or is there only one left? Um, there are two left. One is in blue and one is in red. The one that's in red critted on you. Okay, he's getting a Sacred Flame to the face. Um, so he needs to make a deck save. Good news is they're not great at those. Uh, that is a nat one. Sweet. <laughs> so, um... That's going to be a whopping three damage uh, with my uh, sacred flame. And Kirsch is, he's kind of panicking a little bit because hes he wasn't planning on, like, planting himself like that in between uh, the undead and his friends. And now he can't move, so he's hes panicking a little bit. Uh, that's, with that's... that one, not only do you uh, blast him right in the face... Uh, but it knocks him down as well. Yes. He's very surprised by this. Not okay, that okay. he has any emotions or anything. If he were alive, he would definitely be surprised. Okay, good. That That's all I got on this turn. He's panicking because he's frozen in place. Uh, Neil, or not Neil, sorry, uh, Tamias. Uh, Tamias is going to... Uh... Because he saw uh, Bass just run by, um, is going to turn or follow to where he went and see that thing, and and try to try to take a big chompy out of him. Chomping. Uh, and then pack tactics. I get advantage Ooh. on this bite. Um, okay, that's it. 21, and that is uh, an 11, so we'll go with the 21. Um, wow, big six damage, uh, and I need him to make a DC 13 strength saving throw. Uh, which one are you hitting, the one in blue or the one in red? I know that he's now Dire Wolf and probably can't tell his, uh, uh, his colors because he's colorblind. Uh, one that's uh, the one that's still standing. Uh, I was whichever one uh, Boss and Neil were fighting. That was the one. Oh, that one's dead. Oh, that one's wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, that one's dead. The one that yeah, the map is showing Kyan. Boss and Neil next to another one because Cayenne finished one off, and then Boss and Neil are standing next to I 
I shot that, it. Yeah. Boston dealer standing next to one that I, I assume was the target of Fireball. Sounds good. Yeah, hit him. Okay. Uh, okay, well, that was that, that big six damage. Uh, but I need... I need you to make that uh, um, DC 13 strength saving throw. Uh, he doesn't pass it. All right. He's prone. As I yoink his leg. He's, so he's double prone now. Nice. Oh, he's, he's already upside down. <laughs> he is now standing on his head. He's all crossways now. Uh, now it is Neil's Upside turn, though. Upside down. Oh, sorry. We're not doing Jack Johnson. Are we exclusively anime music? Of course. Come on. We have a okay. little bit of class. Exclusively. Okay. Neil looks at Boss and Tamias and then looks over at Kirsch. And then at the two enemies. And he's kind of paralyzed for a second. And just... How far away is the enemy that's attacking Kirsch? Uh, the enemies that have attacked Kirsch are within 20 feet of Kirsch. Uh, they're right. not right on top, though. So, Neil rushes over to the closest one to Kirsch, and he says, Hey, Kirsch, I'm going to need you to close your eyes for a second. Oh, uh, oh okay, buddy. And then Neil sprouts those two astral arms. And I'm going to need uh, that creature to make a dexterity saving throw of 14 or higher. They're not very good at that. Uh, and that's a 13. It just passes. Or just but misses, sorry. Yeah. So it's going to take 2d6 force damage. Ooh. And this is a bonus action, by the way. So that's a six. Eight damage. Uh, he takes that eight uh, force damage. Um, it's the one that was uh, that was prone. So you're just like pounding him right on the ground there. And then uh, I'm going to go for just the most inelegant haymaker that you would just see in a barroom brawl. Nice. And that's a 12 plus 6, 18. That hits. So that's going to be 1d6 plus 3. So that's 6 damage total. And then flurry, oh of, flurry of blows, which I used improperly earlier. It's two extra attacks and not one. You are or or oring this guy. So, first attack is an 11 plus 6, 17. Second attack is 18 plus 6, uh, 24. And they're both... Uh, or, 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 those auras. They're both 2d6, or 1d6 plus 3. 4, 7 damage for the first hit. 4, 7 damage for the second hit. And I imagine the attacks get more elegant as they go, looking like true martial arts instead of barroom brawling. Uh, yeah, as you hit with those first with those astral arms and then with your dirty haymaker, uh, you start uh, hitting again 
with more sweeping blows uh, that are going instead of uh, right for the uh, the face, they're going more for body shots right in the center of mass. Um, that is now the dead Cold Light Walker, but he's dead. So, boss, mm-hmm. are you hitting the one that's on the ground, or are you hitting the one that's still standing? Mm-hmm. Can uh, is, do I have any sense of uh, how hurt either of them are? How beat up? Go ahead and roll insight. Okay, nineteen. A nineteen with a nineteen. Uh, you know that the one that's on the ground is in real bad shape, uh, but the one that's still standing is still being is still pretty good. Mm, okay, um, and the one that's still standing is the one that Neil is fighting. Uh, the one that's still standing, uh, Neil was not fighting. He was hitting the one that was closer uh, to Kirsch, who was on the ground. Oh, okay. I'm by myself next to the standing one. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, seeing that he is now alone, uh, Boss is going to pull out a flask and... Uh, and use a I catapult mean, I, spell to launch it. I should be like right over beside you. Oh, okay. And this yeah. map maybe. Yeah, because that was the one that I outdated. it was prone and then I double proned it. Yeah, I attacked well, wait. I double think I attacked prone. the one that I that was still standing. Oh, okay. That was a lot of okay. damage. Double prone. What does it mean? He's upside down. His head is in his butt. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing a good job, Abby. Okay. Thank you. So, trying. So, am I close to the one that's standing up or the one that's laying down? The one that's standing, one that's standing up, up, right? And let me fix the damage real fast here. I, I thought uh, Tamias knocked the one near boss prone. And I so, they're both prone then. Wait, they're both prone? If I'm reading everything correct. Okay. Shit. <laughs> I'll say okay. that they're both not looking as good uh, as I previously said. Uh, both under half. Both prone. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, then, um, oh man, I don't even know. Um, I guess I'll just, uh, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the thing that I was going to do. Uh, so boss pull, does pull out a, like a, a small flask and then, um, the, uh, the, Ice zombie guy needs to make a dexterity save. They're not good at those. I keep telling you guys. They're really, really bad at them. Oh, that's an 11. That's not good enough. Um, so it takes... Ooh-wee. 16 damage. Is this the one that's lying down or the one that's lying down? The one that's lying down. Thank you. Gotcha. <laughs> Nailed it. 
the one that's lying down uh, takes it, uh, and he doesn't he doesn't quite care for. What does this potion do? Uh, it's going to burst into flames, and he will then take uh, four fire damage. Incredible. And if he wants to not take fire damage, then he has to make a dexterity save. Uh, he he can't. He's prone. Hmm? He's not gonna. He's a dumb. He's a dumb undead guy. So. Not too worried about it. <laughs> uh, that is the two that are still lying down. Uh, they're going to use their movement speed to, just as shakily as the first one, uh, get up. Uh, and they're going to each fire off a coal ray. Uh, one. One is going to shoot it at... Uh, yeah, he's going to shoot it at boss... The other one's going to shoot at Neil. Uh, I'm going to guess that a 10 doesn't hit on boss. No, and it does not. Doesn't hit on Neil, right? No, Neil just grits his teeth and clenches his fist. Uh, instead of hitting right at you, the rays of uh, the cold rays blast off into the air. Um, just it, it makes a cool-looking uh, snowstorm, but that's about it. We're back up to the top of the order with Kyan. All right, we're going for some uh, uh, prone boys. <laughs> prone boys. Prone boys. Well, they're sitting. They're prone sitting boys. Well, I my I'm, I'm sticking by my statements. All right, man of my word. <laughs> uh. So, like, I had moved over towards the one that Nail ended up attacking. I, I don't know if that was a blue or red one. Um, but I'm going to make an attack at him with my rapier. Um, with Neil being there, I don't know, because I don't think it, the rakish works that way. But uh, I'm assuming I can still get um, the, a sneak attack in. Yes. Yeah. We still get a sneak attack. Alright, so. Advantage. Um, So, that is a 26. Hit him. And. I did not read my sneak attack right. So, I missed out on three dice on my last roll. <laughs> so let's fix that. Alright, so 15 damage. 15 damage? Jokey, he didn't care for that. Um, He's not looking too hot. He's looking like a stiff breeze could definitely blow him over. Uh, but you're not going to get that chance for the stiff breeze. Uh, instead, Kirsch is. Uh, Kirsch, if you could roll for me a constitution saving throw. Uh, okay. You can do it. I know you can do it. <laughs> That's an eight. 
Eight. Well, that's you're still a little frozen. Yeah. Um, it's not as frozen, but you still aren't. You're moving uh, at half now. Ugh. Okay. Um. So it's my turn then. Um. I'm gonna go. Can I actually wait? Oh, never mind. The spell I wanted to use is not gonna work on these guys. I don't think so. What I am going to do is. I think I'm gonna fire off a scorching ray on these guys. Um, so that is three rays of fire. Um, so can. Do they look like they're they're pretty close to death? I don't know if I need to like. It's basically one three separate attacks. Close. One is very close. The other one is. Um, he's still got about half of his health. Okay, so on the pretty close to death one, I'm gonna start by hurling one at him. That's an eighteen to hit. That does it. That is six damage. Is he still up? What does it look like as you blow this monster to pieces? Oh, shit. Um, I'm just going to be, like, channeling my uh, high school sports days and just do, like, just wonderful form, like a pro pitcher, just, like, chuck it at his fucking head and hopefully, like, it blows off. Uh, Just, like, I imagine there would be, like, steam and shit going everywhere with the fireball. Um, Uh, Yeah. Oh man, it sounds like you played softball or something in your <laughs> high school days. Kirsch was a very talented athlete, thank you. Um, I meant so, the player, not the character. Oh, yeah, that too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then he's going to direct the other two at the remaining guy, and that is going to be a 24 to hit. Um, and with the final one, uh, 13, does that hit? 13 is its AC, so yes. Ooh, okay. So the first of those is a whopping four damage, um, and the second is six more damage. So ten whole damage. Uh, you, uh, for the first one, you toss that ray uh, in ball form right at the uh, the walker's head, uh, and it explodes into a shower of uh, steam and snow. Uh, you don't see who it was underneath, uh, but you guess it was probably someone important, like a mayor or something. Who knows? Probably someone on the city council. Um, the other one is still there, and he isn't too happy, but it's not his turn to be unhappy. It's Tomias's turn. Okay, uh, I am gonna free action. Just say, "Oh, uh, hey guys, I, I think we got this. We can do it, guys. I believe in us." Just give everybody a quick thumbs up. That's it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, are they both still left, or did we end up losing one of those at some point? One died. All right, which one's still up? And we lost Andrew. I don't know which one died, so I can't I can't update the map yet. 
Alex, which one died? The one that uh, me and Cayenne were fighting, or the one that uh, Boss and Tamias were fighting? Sorry, I just lost sound there for a second. Uh, it was the one that the first one. Uh, yes, it was. So the Cayenne and uh, Kirsch one. That's the one that's gone. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, is is boss like within melee range of this thing? No. Okay. All right. Not, well, not, my, not my bag, man. Regular attacks it is. Uh, I'm going to bite at him. Uh, that is going to be a 15. That doesn't. You bite him. Dope. Uh, I will need a strength saving throw from him. DC 13. Yeah, I can do that. That is a nat 20. All right. Well, I mean. So not only do you, uh, you bite him uh, where he was just sitting up earlier, now he's standing. Well, at least I did 10 piercing damage. <laughs> it's also I am on fire, large, so, be, so am be careful. A, I am quite a sizable doggo. Uh, you are. A, you are. And uh, uh, what will wound up happening is as he uh, is, as you attack him, he gets excited, even though he can't actually show emotion, and he uh, gets in a position to try and pet you. Idiot. <laughs> uh, Neil, that's you. Unless you got anything else for me. No, I do not. It's less than 40 feet away, right? Oh, yeah. Neil rushes in, grabs this enemy by the head, and just fucking headbutts it. And that's going to be a 14 plus 6, 20 to hit. Dirty 20 hits, definitely. And that's going to be... Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Come on, buddy. You got it. That's going to be a five favorite. total for damage. He, he got he, it. You did it. Uh, you smack your head straight into uh, the front of this uh, this monster, and you hit it. But it's like hitting into uh, a bunch of snow. Uh, do me a favor, though, while you're there, roll a DC 14 Constitution saving throw. Oh, shit. Uh, that's a nine. Oh, wait, Constitution. I forgot to add to yes, that. Uh, that's an 11. Uh, as you throw your head into uh, the blinding light, that is this monster. Um, you suddenly notice that you can't see anymore uh, once you bring your head uh, away from it out of the snow. Oh, fuck. You're blinded. Uh, that is now Boss's turn. Yeah, I was going to go for Flurry of Blows, but Neil is blinded and just like clawing at his eyes, trying to figure out what's going on. Um. I mean, you can still try and do a flurry of nope. blows. <laughs> nope, Neil is, sure? Neil is lost. Okay. That threw him off his rhythm. <laughs> Throw him off his rhythm. Um, could, would it be possible to, like, cure his blindness? 
with like a medicine check or something? I don't believe so. Let me see what blindness does. Uh, blinded can't automatically see. It's a condition. Can medicine check? Well, medicine check, I would think, would be like, oh, you are medically blind. Or you are magically blind. You are not medically blind. Uh, so probably not. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, so this thing is still on the ground? Uh, it is standing straight up. Oh, it's standing up now. Okay. And is it still on is it still on fire? Uh it was, yeah. It never unbecame on fire. So it needs to take damage. Okay. It takes four of them. Uh it takes that four damage and um it's not liking it. Well, it's gonna like my gun even less. I I hope. Good content. Got to throw a content warning at the beginning. I cast gun. Is a thirteen hit? I see you're caught up, uh, Jeff. Uh, it hits. Uh, it, it's on its AC right there. So yes, six damage. Six whole damage. Um, it didn't like that, but it's still standing. And it's going to shoot an icy cold ray at boss. Uh, what's a 12 do for you? Absolutely nothing. Fuck, uh, it, <laughs> uh, it shoots that ray of cold straight at you. Um, and, and instead of hitting you and doing some serious cold damage, uh, it just it feels like a nice cool breeze. And if it could show emotion, it would be a little confused. Uh, but we're back up to the top with uh, Kyan again. I only know one thing, and I will continue to do this one thing, but I'm going to do it very well. And uh, as far as with this one kind of getting uh, ganged up on, do I get a uh, sneak attack? Huh? Huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah, you would have advantage yeah. in sneak my, attack. Yeah, my, my eyebrows are going crazy as I'm clearing <laughs> it before I roll. Okay. Uh, so close. Uh, 27 to hit. Oh, that misses by so much. Um, <laughs> uh, what I'm already rolling damage. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before you roll that damage, what what die are you rolling, and what is the added damage already going to be? All right. Uh, so it's going to be a D8 and three D6 with plus five. With plus five, finish him. Okay. This old right. bastard. And uh, uh, once again, it's uh, you know, Kai, Kai is in his mind a professional, even though he's very much a rapscallion and a thug. So it's again gonna just be this time. 
it's going to be a, a lunge at the ch- at the chest, so straight into the heart, and then immediately pull back out and put that initial right on the chest again. Going to sign off on the kill. Uh, you plunge your rapier right into the chest of this monster, right where its heart should definitely be. Uh, a burst of snow and ice uh, explodes out the back. Uh, you see, once again, that flash of what could be a person. Uh, this one, it's a little bit more indeterminate what exactly it is. It definitely looked like it had long ears. Uh, that's about the best you could tell from it, but you couldn't tell what kind of elf it was, maybe. It doesn't say thank you, though, like uh, the captain did. It instead says, wait, what? Uh, as it bursts out, and you draw your K right into its chest. Ah, I swear, I get better by the day. And congratulations, guys. You have just defeated uh, the bad guys. Oh, shit. He did. Is Neil he did. still blind? Uh, Neil is uh, no longer blind um, because it was the end of that uh, Cold Light Walker's turn. So Neil did anybody get hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there were some ouchies. I didn't get major ouchies, but there were still ouchies. Okay. You all can Um, speak with yourselves. When you're as good as me, you get hit by nothing. I'm only cold. Um, I think Kirsch is going to start off by using speak with animals real quick. Um, and he's going to ask everyone, including Tamias, uh, hey, um, does, does anyone need some healing? I could, I could help with that, guys. Uh, I mean, you can heal me as a lash of sword. I really didn't get that hurt. Oh, well, uh, I could do, like, six people at once, so, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, do it. Uh... Did that ice hurt you guys a lot? That's weird. No, the um, key is to not get hit by the ice, in which case the ice never has an opportunity to hurt you. Oh, no, I, I just use breathing exercises to not get hurt by ice. <laughs> okay, Inosuke. <laughs> seems, ine- seems inefficient. Uh, I learned that in the past. Oh, uh, most people oh. learn things. Okay, uh, well, I'm I'm gonna do the healing, and, uh, he looks at Tamias and I guess says in, like, Dire Wolf, oh, you need any healing? Uh, and he's gonna start casting Prayer of Healing. Um. And Tamias, uh, just says, uh, no, I'm fine. Okay, buddy. Uh, and that's going to be 18 HP back to whoever wants it. Wait, Curse, you understood. You just... Oh, How? yeah. I, I got this thing. And he pulls out a big-ass crystal from, like, his pocket. Or at least it looks big in, like, the picture that uh, is on D&D Beyond. And it's a stone speaker crystal. And he says, uh... Yeah, this thing lets me cast a couple extra spells. It's pretty cool. I can uh, speak with animals and plants and dead things, I guess. Uh, As you pull out that stone, uh, once you cast your speak with animals, it brightly glows and lights up the surrounding uh, woods around you. 
Uh, and everyone roll a perception check for me. Oh, man, I can't use my passive. <laughs> I can't use my passive? <laughs> I can't use okay, mine. You two, can, you two can use your passive. Everyone else I'm rolling, not my passive. Uh, yeah. 21 is my passive, but I rolled a 17. Yeah, I got a 14. I rolled a 12, just one less than my passive. Why did I open my mouth? <laughs> uh, and boss? I got a 19. Oh, 19. Mostly because what you see as this crystal fires up uh, just glows with magical energy uh, is you see the landscape around you. Suddenly, you see shapes. The same shapes that you just defeated, one of which is missing an arm. You see four of these shapes who are on the verge of collapsing around you. So there's more coming out of the fog bank, basically. What do you do? Uh, Boss will say uh, it seems prudent to go the other way. Let's move, gents. (laughs) Neil just starts running and grabs Kirsch by the arm. Yep. Uh, Kirsch, these are more uh, Hollywood actors that sold their soul to the great devil of Hollywood for more of that booger sugar. So we Um, gotta go. Your terminology is weird and confusing and I don't understand your slang, but I feel like we definitely need to get out of here. Kirsch, do you remember the guys I kicked out of the bar for uh, snorting sugar through their noses in the bathroom? (laughs) Oh, yeah, they were doing drugs. Yeah, that. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Somewhere in uh, in the deep underbelly of Hollywood, up on top of the Hollywood sign, there is a very large being uh, who has a box of cigars and wears a little red cap that looks like devil horns. Um, and he gets a buzz on his intercom and says, uh, that says, hey, boss, uh, Sounds like someone's talking about you again. Uh, and in a deep, gravelly voice, he says, That's weird. Someone's talking. Where are they coming from? Oh, it's in some no-place town called Helen? I don't know. Oh, fuck that place. We're gonna burn off the face of the earth anyway when 2012 comes. Whatever. But now back to the action here. <laughs> Uh, wow alrighty Uh, that happened Uh, so that still leaves us with the rest of you Uh, everyone is running I'm taking it into the fog bank Um, Kai will be bringing up the rear because he did not notice so he's only going to notice after everyone has started running. Um, and while they're all passing, he's kind of absentmindedly do it, flicking his rapier and practicing the K motion. And then, <laughs> so once everyone goes past, it'll be uh, finally going, oh, well, I guess, I guess it's time to move. And he's going to start running after everyone. 
As you do this, uh, you run to the fog bank. Um, everyone that's in front, roll a dexterity saving throw, please. Ooh! Wait. Okay. Thirteen. Oh no, that's a natural one. Correct. Was it just the two of you? I mean, I figured that I probably would have been in front. As no, no, I wouldn't have been in front. I would have uh, been trying to like give a ride to whoever was moving the slowest. That would probably be Kai because I ran back to grab Kirsch. Yeah, I de- I definitely would have been moving the slowest. I would not have been paying attention until after I saw everyone running. Yeah, uh, I would have like run up to. Um, I I would have run up to Kyan and like drop low, like hop on my back. <laughs> Does my natural one at least save Kirsch? <sighs> Kirsch roll deck save two. <laughs> Got an eleven. I was hoping you wouldn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have to. It's like when a kid at the end of the day asks, "Hey, teacher, do we have any homework?" Sorry. Yeah, fuck that kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I had to stick true to what we did. Um, boss, as you and uh, and Neil hit the fog bank, it feels like you're smacking straight into a wall. Um, boss, you just lightly bounce off of it without much going on for you. But Neil, you get blasted back almost by about a good foot or so. Um, and you're flat on your back. Kirsch, you are still standing. Um, and it, it, it's because you are still standing that you catch Neil as he's about to fall. So he's not falling all the way, but he's almost there. The cold light walkers are still advancing on all of you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cast light. Uh, on my battle axe and see if I can kind of like pierce some of this fog, see if it has any kind of effect. Okay. You cast that light on your axe and you swing right at the fog. The fog seems to part as you do. But far more than what it should for just your battle axe swing as a group of figures come rushing out. One of which uh, is a human man uh, wearing priest robes uh, who has a large bell in one hand and a giant mace in the other. Uh, and he shouts at these, uh, shouts to the cold light walker, says, Get out of here, you gods dang monsters! In the name of Pella Melora and the Raven Queen, I cast thee out! Uh, and he slams his bell onto his mace, and a, blight, a bright blinding light flashes across the battlefield, illuminating everything and forcing the monsters to run away. <laughs> Kirsch looks at him and looks at the undead, and he just looks ashamed of himself, and he said, I forgot I could do that too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, turn an undead, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, and he's gonna hold out a fist for a fist bump from the guy Cleric Bros, right? Oh yeah, Cleric Bros. 
I'm sorry, who are you guys? Do we have um, a, like a person that speaks more um, for the group? Than I, okay, I am going to like try to because I'm going to have totally hitched a ride from Tamias and I am going to try to nudge Tamias to push us to the head of the group like towards this towards this person and I will we'll go so hello hello Jew we well more importantly I am Gaim Bolta and this is my faithful steed <laughs> Kershaw's gonna, gonna ask Tobias, um, are you, are you okay with that? Because that seems a little, uh, I don't know if you could understand him, though. Because I still got Speak With Animals going. Uh, oh, go ahead. Tobias just goes, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay, just, just making sure. Just checking on you, buddy. Okay. Has it been more than ten minutes since the fight? No, definitely not. So, with an astral arm and a regular arm, uh, Neil grabs Cayenne, and with an astral arm and a regular arm, he starts giving Cayenne the worst noogie of his life. <laughs> uh, no, we're, we we were sent by the Order of the Corvid to check in on you guys. While he's still giving Cayenne the noogie. Oh, right, the order of the Corbett. I know those guys. Yeah. No, oh, Corbett. Hold up. Corbett. Hold up. No, 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 B. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Because, like, if, as far as if there was any attempt at, like, grappling and nugging, like, <laughs> Kyan would totally try to dodge this. I, I'm okay, not okay. Let's roll. Again without it. Let's I was roll. Wrong. That sucker. We're going to do a, we're going to roll a deck saving throw for Kyan, and we're going to do a, um, uh, strength for... Guess uh, what? I get to use wisdom for strength with these actual arms, motherfucker. <laughs> do, uh, do I need to roll to give to my tummy pats? Uh, sleight of hand, <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Right. Perception so, check. Actually, so I, I rolled an 18, Gary. Alright, here we go. That's Got a 15. A... I fucked up. I got yeah. a 16 for tummy pats. So, so I'm I'm going to dodge this noogie attempt, but I'm going to dodge it by backflipping off of Tamias. And while backflipping, I will be like I keeping it in its sheath, I'm going to like have my rapier out and I will call like while midair. My steed, Esteban, we'd go to battle. Well, uh, his name his name is Tobias. Neil pops somewhere, a couple of times and says he, uh, he doesn't speak for us. Somewhere deep yeah, while uh, there is a, a a deer who perks up and says, "Who is the boy?" He's and he's deep in the woods too. While the children are jumping and flipping, uh, Abbas will stick his hand out to Neil for one of the tums. Neil gives him two tums because he knows how rough this time is. Perfect. Uh, Nickbox sticks them into his pouch and then walks back over to the priest <laughs> uh, and asks, well, well, um, I apologize. They're, they're always exactly like this. Uh, what was your name again? 
Oh, I apologize, good sir. My name is Chaplain Dave Smith. Dave. Dave, it's been Thanks. a long journey up here. Uh, oh, might we uh, might we get in uh, away from the uh, ice zombie things? Yes, yes. Uh, we call them the cold men because, um, well, men the men and they're cold. Pretty Same. much, yeah. They lose most oh, uh, dimorphic sexual characteristics and everything like that. So they just look kind of masculine, but not really. But they're cold. Androgynous. Yes, yes that's the word. Yeah. Androgynous. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. we should go with uh, cold them. Cold you want to call people. them like cryogenous? Cold people, maybe? That's really good. Cryogenous is good. Um, I'm gonna write that down. Cryogenous. Cold them is also good, and cold people's good too. Uh, that's a good just, uh, fourth and eighth. Um, we also have uh, the chilies, and we also have um, the frosties. I feel like we're doing a verbal thing uh, that, like, they were doing with the noogies and the flips. Um, mm. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. My, my, let's stick this inside, sir. Of course, of course. Come inside. Uh, Boss, I was trying to silence him with that noogie. I know. It's just, it just riles him up, though. Yeah, you're right. Let him, let him tire himself out. Yes. Yes, you're right, but, boss. But you clearly underestimated my uh, capabilities. Of course. Uh, Neil someone... goes to put an astral arm, like astral hand, over Cayenne's mouth. Cayenne is dodging this one. He's he's feeling full of himself. <laughs> uh, look, guys, guys, gals, guys, uh, folks. We we should probably get out of here. Uh, we have. Uh, Coco in the in the uh, in the beast, uh, and you see a giant tank-like vehicle come out of the mists. Uh, it is very warm-looking. Um, give me just a second, y'all. Tamias takes off towards it. Oh God damn it! Oh, uh, boss, you want another tubs? I would like several, actually. Three or four. <laughs> he pours four in Boss's hand and takes like five himself. <laughs> um, you know, that's Thank probably you. not good for you. Uh, my wife's a doctor, so I picked up at least the little stuff like that. Um, Kirsch, calcium makes hard bones, and there is calcium in Tums. I'll, I'll be fine. That, that's how I shook off the ice. I was told you need to read the directions on the bottle and not exceed the recommended amount. Uh, yes, the directions were written by eggheads in the uh, fucking FDAA. Ah, but you should not be taking these anyways. He said that he has cocoa. We can have some cocoa while we discuss the uh, Guild of Cordovit. Cayenne, no, no, no talking from you during this meeting, please. No, no, he's right. We have the cocoa, and it has cinnamon in it. It's really good. I, I just look. Do you have unsweet tea? Do you have any like mini marshmallows? I really like the the really tiny marshmallows. Those are my favorite. We definitely have the mini marshmallows. Um, yes. Uh, Jamison, uh, Jammy, do do you have any uh, tea bags? Um, and... <laughs> tea bags. <laughs> 
You, you know what? Wow. Know that Abby was the first to break on that wow. comment. Wow. You, you know what? Oh. I kind of thought I was muted for a second, and then I was like, oh, well. <laughs> you, you, you know what? I'll, I'll just have uh, water. Fuck. Uh, and Jamison, who is this uh, this tiefling, uh, he pulls out from a pouch on his belt. Uh, he says, "Yeah, yeah, boss, I've got some, uh, I've got some tea bags right here. Do y'all not want the tea? I mean, it'd be fresh. We got look, we're all stocked and ready and everything. Uh, boss, they're they're good, right? I mean, these guys there with the cacao, right?" You guys with the caca? I fucking hate it here. Yes, um, well, yes. Okay, so I have I have a question because it looks like your vehicle is working and ours is not. So, like, is there like a thing here with that? Because uh, ours well, died. You know, in a way, yes. I mean, <sighs> all right. I, before we continue and everything, I just want to make sure um, that you can trust us. Uh, he pulls up his sleeve, and you see a uh, a tattoo of uh, of a crow on it, and says, we're, "We're Order of Corvid." You know the group that was supposed to be Order of Phoenix, but got slapped with a copyright lawsuit. And Grackle aren't no part of it. Yeah, we know. Okay, good. Just, just wait. Grackles aren't a part. You know what? Another mystery for another day. No. Another mystery for another day. Um, so we are safe. You can trust us. Um, our vehicle, and for the most part, everything that's in town past the barrier here, uh, which is, oh, Boise, it's thick. Um, we have magic that's keeping it warm. We're running out of fuel, though, so things aren't as strong. But I'm sure that's why you guys are here. Uh, did you see Captain Raytheon, by the way? Uh, uh, no, no, we did not see Captain Raytheon. Nope. Don't know who uh, that is. That's probably for the best. Uh, his his sister was calling up here. Ah, uh, that poor girl. Well, if you see him uh, on your travels back and everything, uh, he had some equipment. Um, that we did scavenge and everything, so uh, we I just can't install. I'm not an electrician. Oh, um, you know what? We saw Captain Raytheon. He said he was gonna go live a quiet life down in Savannah. You know what? That's not bad. That's not bad. It's a good place to retire. They got saltwater taffy there. Uh, but everybody, everybody, pack in. Um, your dog here. Uh, we we have a a nice warm. Uh, bed for him if, if that's what he wants. Um, who, who's yes. a good boy? Can, can I do that? Is that cool? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm for Tamias, it. Tamias immediately like steps away from that. Oh. I'm sorry. Tamias, you want me to tell him no? I can, I, if you don't like that. Do you have a kennel we can put both him and the uh, Cayenne in? Uh, they uh, like kennels. Mm-hmm. No, no, we don't. Sorry, I'm real sorry about that. Hi, uh, Neil. Uh, all this time, I thought you were mad at me, but here you are trying to get me my own private room. 
I don't think you, you know what? Let's ask for another time to discussion everything there. What exactly a kennel is? Jamison, uh, uh, let's turn this thing around. Oof, you gotta be nice and bundled and warm up in here. Uh, and the tank starts rolling around through the uh, through the hole that was in the mists back toward Helen. So, uh, if you hadn't guessed already, I'm, uh, uh, Woods, Woods told you that, uh, you'd be meeting somebody up here, right? Uh, no, we just saw a, ver- a video of the previous team, uh, getting dragged into the mist by monsters. Uh, yeah, um, we the graphs and numbers, and that's, that's just always like all Leo. graphs and numbers. So were those guys we uh were those numbers the those were the numbers who were supposed to be punching then, right? Yeah, yeah, those were numbers. Uh they they are known as numbers. Uh they're sent here from Hollywood, soulless, yeah. Once again, the back in Hollywood, uh the very large uh person, very large man who's in charge goes They're still talking trash about me, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. They are. Uh, they are. Uh... <sighs> I'm gonna just write off that town. I've got a, a, a second house out there and everything. My wife loves it. And he starts cursing up a storm and using some very uncouth language. So we're not gonna repeat that here. This is a family program, after all. Uh... <laughs> okay. Back in the well, very the shader party <laughs> says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the very warm tank, uh, the chaplain Dave says, "Well, you know, that's just like Leo. Uh, he sometimes he's he's got a lot on his plate, uh, which is understandable. He's in charge of a pretty dang big organization in Atlanta. Um, but hey, welcome to Helen, where we have rafting and uh, we have all kinds of things." Uh, 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 Jamison, open up the hatch there a little bit there so they can see out. Uh, and Jamison says, oh, yeah, no problem, boss. Uh, and opens up a window so you can see outside. And it's dimly lit, but you can see lights and you can hear faint music on the horizon. So, uh, we still got problems. We can't communicate out or anything. But uh, we're trying to keep spirits up. Magic is, uh, is, is not as plentiful as it was. Um, what what do you guys know about uh, the the four gods out here? Not much. Give us a bed, and we'll talk about it in the morning. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, we'll do that. It looked like a hell of a, a hell of a fight you guys were in. Um, well, you should be in town shortly, you know, help yourselves to hot cocoa and everything like that. Um, and you guys start making your way to Helen. Uh, if anyone would like to, they can roll a, uh, an investigation check to watch as the road passes. Ooh, I get advantage on those. I got a zero in investigation. I'm just going to take a nap on the way. Uh, and I have a negative two in investigation. So, um, it, 
quick question, Tamias, are you still in dog form? Yes. All right, I'm going to cuddle up with uh, against Tamias, whether he's asleep or not, while I take a nap. It lasts for <laughs> just shy of two hours. Excellent. I'm napping with Esteban. And then I am. I rolled a 10. Got a 13 with advantage because I got a negative. I also got a 10. Uh, But realistically, no, never mind. I'm not paying attention. I'm curled up on the floor. (laughs) Uh, Boss and Kirsch with uh, the minimum of 10, you see a sign that pops up. Uh, On that sign, you see a few instructions, or you see some directions. At the very top, it says Helen, uh, two miles away, with an arrow pointing forward. Uh, Underneath there is a piecemeal, three miles to the left. Uh, Underneath that is uh, the patch and river bend, uh, which is one mile uh, and has an arrow going to the right. Then the falls, which is four miles away, and still that arrow pointing forward. And uh, also to the right is the empty woodlands, three miles. Why would they make a sign directing us to empty woods? Oh, isn't, um, that, just, isn't that just everywhere but pla- other a places park. there are signs to? It's, uh, a nat- it's a national park. Um, that you sometimes hear, you know, music from another world and everything in. Uh, it's it's a little bit freaky, but uh, it's you know it's still cool. Uh, Kirsch, you however see something else that Boss doesn't see, and it is this large figure with antlers, fur, and feathers that lumbers off into the woods past the sign. You only see it for a split second, and you're really not even sure if you actually saw it. I think Kirsch is going to say, well, it's a weird-looking owlbear. He's going to say it to himself. (laughs) And that's where we'll end our session today. Okay, because it is way past my bedtime. Well, thank you all for playing tonight. As always, uh, any last-minute things? Anything you want to add or say? Wear your masks and wash your hands. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wear a mask. It goes over your nose. Oh, oh my God. God. If you're not wearing your mask over your nose, I, I will fucking flurry of blows you. Wear your and underwear you over your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Wear your balls yep. in the condom. Balls in the condom, everyone. Balls in the <laughs> That's condom. That's a callback. That's a callback. Mm. Uh, good night, everybody, and thank you so much. Good night. Good night. Good night. Be sure to check out Tithus on Twitch and uh, email us at chrisandgrits at gmail.com with your questions you want to say answering characters. And fishing after five. Woo. And toast talk. Oh.